On my grave, I'm not going underneath. Uh, call it luck, I'm just getting what I reap. Uh, Should've died, angels kept me on my feet. Uh, that's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. Uh, on my grave, I'm not going underneath. Uh, I never go another window without heat. Uh, gotta face it, just can't turn the other cheek. Uh, that's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. They know me very well. I ain't live no fairy tale. All the work that I put in, they know I ain't gonna tell. I keep it 100, cause all I know is real. I come from a line of hustlers, they only know the deal. They taught me how to move them quick and to play it slick. Flicking to make sure that I watch out who I'm fucking with. Cause motherfuckers got the game fucked up. They telling no motherfuckers to get a time cut. They biggest fear is a line mower. I dare a motherfucker say my name, watch how I John Doe. I blindfold them, duck tape to hold them. They bodies are rolling, exposed in that. Soaking, I'm popping pills and smoking, overdosing on hydrocodone. My story keeps unfolding, a prophecy growing. I'm on a mission, but I bury these snitches who scared of a conviction. Leaving the scene, but I'm leaving no witnesses. I just look at it like I'm saving somebody a sentence. My name won't be mentioned, so motherfucker, let's get it. As I time the mission, TikTok of my decision. <laughs> Will leave your fucking signing strip. On my grave, I'm not going underneath. Call it luck, I'm just getting what I reap. Should've died, angels kept me on my feet. That's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. On my grave, I'm not going underneath. I never go another window without heat. Gotta face it, just can't turn the other cheek. That's why these demons gotta kill me in my sleep. Super round, but still summer square root. Hated by the streets, only objective is to chase loot. On my own too, that's how I feel. Street life full time, no intermittent. I ain't scared of a sentence, accusation like clue. That sycamore blue is terror, hope and lose your rules. Get the troops, I leave my army through the field. Ain't gonna send a pawns march through the What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Monday Love. I'm going to be your host tonight, Joe Kemp. I hope you guys are having a great Monday. Oh, man, crazy stuff going on. Let's give a quick shout out and hope uh, she gets going and feeling better. Miranda, hope everything's well. Big shout out to Miranda Monday. Uh, for for everybody knows me, I'm going to be quick because I got a killer band for us tonight. And I want to get straight into the interview, but for everybody that knows me and what I go through with my kids and sports and stuff and all the wrestling parents and coaches and everybody that's been out there with all these kids banging away all wrestling season for a lot of people, for a lot of kids that don't go year round. This is the end. This is the end of the season. This coming weekend, we got Indiana State Wrestling State Championships for all those kids and all those coaches that put in thousands and thousands of hours with the kiddos, man, way to go. Uh, I'm excited to see everybody, all their achievements and all the kids that's growing. It's seriously, it's just a really great thing. And for everybody who knows, I work with a lot of kids and different things. And just right now, this is uh, where I'm really at a lot. And what the local coaches are doing with the, the wrestling kiddos is just, it's just great. It, you know, it's a, it's a it's such a sport that does such a good thing for a lot of kids and teaches them how to control things. So I just all the coaches and kiddos, hard work, long season. I can't wait. It's going to be a great weekend. So 
let's 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 not even BS. Let's go straight into the niche. I want I, I want to make sure I say a couple of these things right. I got my notes up because th- these guys I, I've been rocking them all day today. Been listening to them for a week. My uh, friend turned me on to them. That's how we got connected. I I am exceptionally excited. So, what is going on? See, this is why I don't do this with this computer in here. Okay. The email is decided to lock up. Oh, there we go. So, we got, they've been on tour with doing shows with Saliva, Incubus, Seether, Rise Against, Blackstone, Cherry, Screaming for Silence, my boy Shallow Sides, those some good dudes, been on tour or did a couple shows with them. Man, these guys are great. And without further ado, I wanted you guys to meet the everyday losers. What's up, uh, guys? Not too much. Just uh, <laughs> got off work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. you guys, you guys, your music, some of the shows you guys have been a part of. I'm really excited to bring you on the show. Uh, just, uh, Kind of go through where you guys come from, what you guys are about. Uh, before we get started, though, do you guys have any plugins, any shout outs to anybody? Uh, shout out to any of your channels that you guys are, are uh, a part of or sponsored by? Uh, I could shout out our drummer. Uh, I don't think uh, <laughs> he knows necessarily we're doing this. <laughs> He might have been paying attention, but I don't know. I, I didn't realize it was a video chat, I guess, when I was uh, oh, okay, reading okay, it. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought yeah, Joel yeah. was doing like a, a phone call or something. Ah, I yeah, got you. Just, I got he you. called me. He's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's ah, like, I, well, yeah, I reread it and I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we stream live on Facebook. And then um, here in a few weeks, we'll be dropping on all podcast platforms and on right. YouTube. So you sense. guys are uh, part of a good season. We have been having some killer bands and groups and rappers and just a little bit of everything. And I'm, you know, I, I'm really excited to have you guys aboard. So uh, let's 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 uh, let's start from the get go. Let's kind of break down. How did you guys form? Where are you guys from? Let's 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 start with that. You want to go, Tyler? Yeah, you can go, Dylan. <laughs> well, uh, me and Tyler are actually brothers playing together for, oh, man, 16 years. Yeah. Right on. And we come from Washington, Indiana. So with you guys being brothers and, and being part of the music scene, uh, was that part of your guys' family? Like some families are so just everybody's playing instruments. Is that is that or is that this was you guys kind of separately away from your folks? Um, our dad played played and sang in a band for 20 some years. So we always had music around and we saw a guitar around. And then eventually when I was 15, I was like, I want a guitar for Christmas. And then Tyler wanted a guitar for Christmas. And then we just started listening to music and Hell I don't know, yeah. just took off. Uh, that's awesome. But how old was you guys when you guys first really, really started working? Um, I mean, we got into the studio pretty early. We had an uncle that uh, had a studio. So I was probably 15 and Dylan was 17 when we first started recording. Okay. We did a couple of uh, demos and then we used those demos and just like submitted them to like contests. And then we did before we even had a band, it was just Dylan and I, and we went down to New, or- New Orleans okay. and did three tracks. I don't know if you remember the band, uh, Future Leaders of the World. Yes. yes. But uh, we recorded with the lead singer, and he recorded us, and uh, we got three tracks from that. Oh, yeah. Sent those out to people. I keep uh, keep losing my video mm. for some reason. Uh-oh. Yeah. <clears throat> we can still... Uh, oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, um, let's. Are we back? Oh, oh. no. <laughs> can you still see us when that happens? Yeah. Can you hear me? I can still hear you. You can go ahead and okay. you can keep talking, and we'll try to okay. figure this yeah. out. I don't think it's on our end. I think it's just a connectivity yeah, issue. Definitely. I can see the camera like timing out for some reason. But uh, 
What was I even saying? Um, <laughs> we were, uh, you were in a studio, you guys were. Yeah, yeah. And then we, uh, we got, we formed a band by sending those tracks to people and be like, we want to form a band. And then uh, we had two EPs before we even started really playing out live. Okay. <laughs> which is, is not typical, I would say. No, not, not at all. Yeah. But why was so, uh, was it just you guys were just working and creating, or why was that? Uh, we couldn't find uh, musicians we felt we meshed with, you know. So I, I, I get you. Yeah, um, like because we, we come from a small town, so there was a shortage. A, yeah, shortage. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a. It was hard to find people to play with. Yeah, but, see, uh, I know. I know for us around here. Um, it, I, me and my buddy Dave, we, we years we worked on different groups, and it was just trying to find the right people that were wanting to work and and actually yeah. put it. And, and everybody mesh. It's like trying to keep a broken family together. But yeah. I, I mean, uh, definitely when there's you know when you're in a small town, there you don't. It's not like you have an abundance of drummers because I know in yeah. Indy, drummers are hard to come by. So I could just imagine in Washington, Indiana that you yeah. know it's musicians like that are hard to come by yeah so early on we actually when we would perform it was acoustic we'd play a lot of acoustic shows and like coffee shops and stuff but we uh, we wanted to play hard heavy rock Hell yeah! and we were kind of like not able to do what we actually wanted for several years until we finally finally found a drummer and a bass player where we could start performing we started playing a lot at the emerson theater yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah. Emerson's great. There's a lot of touring acts come through Emerson. Yeah, we uh, we did a showcase uh, for Kim Stevens. He was he founded uh, like Matchbox Twenty and Collective Soul, oh, and, uh, yeah. Sick Puppies. Yeah. So they flew him from California. Is that right, Dylan? I think they flew him out, and uh, we we performed for him, and we thought it was like our big break, you know, and then nothing came from it <laughs> but then uh, it, you know you run into a lot of those kind of situations whenever you you're playing where you think it's going to be the next step right uh, and it's, it's like, like oh know. well not really <laughs> yeah we, we've done a lot of cool stuff you know like we've done i don't know countless tours with saliva early on in yeah. our career we've pl- probably played over 50 or 60 shows with them oh definitely uh, you were talking about shallow sides, your buddies. We actually I, did tour with them. I'll tell you uh, what, really good dudes. I got uh, w- my band's Hallville, um, and we performed with them in Indianapolis a few times. Yeah. And they, it was still pretty early. Like they were known, but it was still pretty yeah. pretty early in their in their touring. And uh, really good dudes, love their music, and mm-hmm. they're definitely going to go p- places. Yeah, we there. toured <laughs> with uh, them and Smile Empty Soul. Oh, yeah, you know that? that's yeah. cool. Hell yeah. We did uh, two and a half months with Smile Empty Soul. Wow. And uh, just living in the van for the most part. Yeah, funny, st- yeah. fun, stinky days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we had a, a window got blown out from like, a, there was like a storm and a huge rock flew and smacked our window oh, and busted shit. it out while we were trying to sleep in it. <laughs> oh, damn. So that was... Uh, <laughs> Remember that one for that tour? Well, that. Do you remember any? Yeah, Dylan. Do you have any stories from that one? Uh, <laughs> not really. Something I want. So okay, I, I, we kind of kind of skipped up a little bit. I kind of digging back. You guys huh? had several little EPs, and, yeah. and it was just kind of really getting going. So. When you first started getting, did you automatically just start as Everyday Losers, or was there? No- yeah, that was a uh, that was our first. Oh, so you guys? Okay, yeah. I thought there was others. Okay, all right. Wow. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so, so even before we had songs, we had the name. Okay, so that also probably doesn't happen too often. <laughs> so how long has the Everyday Losers been together now? I mean, as soon as we bought or got instruments for Christmas, like Dylan was so, talking about, we've, we've had the name. Wow. Yeah, so, so it's been 15 years, wow. 16 years. Yeah. But, like, like we didn't start performing for the first three years, you know. I but, saying. I mean, but by then, your skills are going to get a little better. You're going to tighten yeah, up yeah. and the sound. So by the time quality. we actually started performing, we had been playing for years. 
So when some bands are throwing themselves out, like, oh, we yeah. got to get out there, and their quality yeah. is not there, you guys came out kind of swinging, like, yeah. what up? And yeah. right on, <laughs> that's awesome. So, that, 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 so okay. Out of all these groups, you guys have a phenomenal amount of groups that you worked with. I mean, for 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 different levels of bands and things, you guys worked with a, a great deal. Who uh-huh. who was your guys' what was the your favorite tour or favorite group to perform with? And they don't even have to be the ones that we've talked about. It could be somebody yeah. that else yeah. that you worked with. I know uh, Dylan would probably say our show with Blackstone and Cherry. <laughs> that yep. was probably the most people we played. <laughs> we played with them in uh, was that Louisville? No, it was Owensboro. Owensboro, okay. Okay, we're at, we're at Owensboro. How many people were there? Like over two thousand people. Yeah. Nice. So when you guys were doing the other festivals with like Seether yeah. and stuff, what, what what was those like? Where where were those at? Um, we did, what was that one? Rock Fest? Rock, Rockville? Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, okay. and then we did Rockapalooza early on in our career. And then we did uh, Incarceration. That was okay. a big one. That one was probably our favorite just because uh, we shared a, they had like trailers in the back of the, behind the stages and ours uh-huh. was shared with Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Okay, hell yeah. And uh, I met, uh, Andrew WK, um, the lead singer of Live, also. Um, oh hell yeah! Just a whole uh, Chris Jericho. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh my god. His band Fozzie. He was just at yeah Fozzie. Yeah, I was gonna say he yeah, was just Fozzie at was the high five. So I got to get a picture with him and talk to him for a bit. But uh, yeah, that one was cool. Godsmack was headlining that oh. that night. I think. Oh hell yeah! You can't beat that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, on the uh, the one with Incubus, we actually were performing after Incubus. Uh, what they were calling was the after party, but there was a huge storm, so like almost everyone just like as soon as Incubus was done, like scattered. You know, a few hundred people stuck around. You know, just because they're drunk and you want to keep <laughs> partying. But uh, had more else to go. I mean, yeah. I mean, the storms will, can mess up stuff, but I mean, you guys were still. Yeah, that one, that one was a pretty big letdown because there was, I don't know, uh, 20,000 people, oh, you know, and all of a sudden you just see everybody leaving. So, okay, I've got the list up here. Uh, yeah. The videos. Uh-oh, I've clicked something. That's why I'm not working. Okay, there it is. Um, you had music videos on here. I'd like to. Uh, you had uh, "Muzzle Birds of Prey," "The Calm," and "The Collected." Yeah. Uh, which one would you guys like to highlight? I would say "Calm and Collected," just because it's a. It was a kind of neat idea. It's actually a one shot. There's no like stopping through the footage. Okay. So, yeah, we were deal or working with. Um, Someone was uh, shooting an independent Western. Uh-huh. We used their set. And uh, we had some of the actors from the, the movie that they were making uh-huh. be in it. And uh, we would we would be performing in one scene and then they'd keep the camera moving and we'd have to run behind the camera and be behind the scene setting up at uh-huh. the next spot we're going to be in. <laughs> so it was just, it was kind of neat. Cause it's cool. like it's all just in a sequence of, just the camera rotating, you know. That's awesome. That's what, yeah. that sounds really cool. That, that one was, uh, that is was it, played is that... on TV. Uh, Dylan, what was the thing on? He's better at remembering the details. It was a. Uh, Axis. What was it? It wasn't Axis. 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 It wasn't. I don't think that it was, was reels. 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 Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Well, um. Did you pull that up on? Because you were having problems with the. Did you find it on YouTube? It probably just pop up on YouTube. Yeah, we had a a bit of an issue, like uh, towards the end of last year with our Facebook. It was like deleted. Yeah. So what was up about that? Uh, because it said every day, so like it was almost like you guys are calling every every day or everybody's a loser. That's so we, weird. Somebody hacked it and like started spamming uh, 
a truck being for sale. Uh-huh. So it was like a 2020 <laughs> Chevy, 500 bucks. It's always a damn truck. <laughs> so, you know, we got like hundreds of messages from people, you know, asking if they could buy the truck. And then our page got deleted and then Facebook doesn't have a great way of communicating with them. No, uh, we had we had probably nine thousand or so followers, and then you know sucks, we just dude. lost contact with most of those people that we. Uh, we they probably just think that we broke. Yeah, they oh, probably man. probably need to get a team so together. Like, get that. I try to make you a guys got your, you guys. Your music is is, it would just is get good. So for everybody out there, we're playing the calm and collected by the everyday losers. And guys, remember, you guys aren't muted, so it will come through. awesome guys i really that was really good and Thank you guys you. did that all in one long sequence yeah that was really uh, good that was really cuts. cool that was awesome so did you guys have the music playing the whole time you guys were kind of going to keep it in sync yep that's awesome that was really good way to go man so all right so when you guys sit down and write a piece like yeah what what is your process like do you do you guys you know just have a theme in mind or are you jamming it's like oh shit i love that right there let's work with that and then just start writing lyrics how how do you guys break that down 
Um, yeah. I usually have a, a riff or an idea or something that I want to write about. And then I kind of just come up with a riff. And then I come with Tyler and we do melodies and he writes the lyrics most of the time. Okay. But uh, yeah, that was that was how we did the first few records. But lately, we I live in Indianapolis now. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Dylan still lives in Washington. Okay. So it's it's more difficult to write. So we'll try to like uh, practice when we're not playing shows. But we we play uh, most weekends now. So every once in a while, we'll get a practice and write some original material and. Uh, that, now it's a little more together. Like Dylan might have a riff or something, but then we'll Colin, Dylan, and I will pretty much form the song and and during practice, just like a. And then uh, we'll try to revisit it, and I'll write lyrics and maybe record it on my phone. And just kind of try to. We'll have to come up with the final, like the more detailed parts of it separately now, yeah. instead of. Because I, you know, when when I lived with Dylan, we could just go downstairs and just work on it anytime. Right. Yeah, but now it's like uh, it takes a lot longer to write songs. I can see that. So, uh, you know, a couple of years ago we would write 50, 60 songs in a year. Now it seems like oh, yeah. we're lucky to get ten a year. You know. I, but I, it with with the space, is it giving you? It, like putting more, like you said, that the pieces are more structured, a little more yeah. controlled. So is that because the of the lack of time that you're put, like the without having the abundance of time, you're putting more focus in on the pieces when you do have time. Um, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I think so, we've kind of figured out how to make it work by uh, okay. years of doing <laughs> when we when we did just jam or something it was almost like wasting time because we we'd have to actually have like a goal in mind and like be on the same page but if we're just making noise you know every time we get together it ends up not turning into songs that are structured Absolutely. yeah so it's like we kind of have to come prepared with our individual parts when we revisit the song so yeah. it's like we can come up with ideas but it's hard to structure a song in the first time you're playing it. Yeah. You know, I understand. So uh, I would say we're better as musicians. So that helps as well. So we can, uh, we can do it more on the fly and be able to come up with parts that we can each work on individually. So when we do come together, it isn't like still in the same place it was when we left it. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, I uh, I also have a bit of recording equipment at my uh, my house, so I'll I'll try to sometimes like some of the songs that we're uh, working on. We've got is it four songs or is it five songs? I don't know. We've got an EP that we're, we've been working on, and the the first single we're gonna release was actually I came up with it in the studio. Mm -hmm. You know, I just sent it to them. It was like, what about this? And they're like, yeah. We like it. So we actually played it on tour with Head PE. We played it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. And people were saying that they really like the new like direction that we're going. And it it's seems like, uh, <laughs> what? They would say it was our best song. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler's like, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's my time to shine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so is, is that is that one recorded or we can play like a snippet of it or? Uh. We do have, it's not completely finalized like in the mix, but it should be, you know, any day now. We've just been kind of waiting for it to be. Yeah, absolutely. Applied. Definitely make sure you make sure you send out links to us because we'll send it out yeah. to everybody. Okay, yeah. Um, as soon as we get that on online. Absolutely. Uh, what was you going to say, Dylan? Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, I just heard a noise in it. <laughs> Said something too. Okay, so so coming in the being in the same household and yeah. working on music, you guys probably had very similar influences with the music you listened to and things because you guys were around each other so much. Uh, yeah. What were some of the the groups that were your influences together, and what was some some influences that were separate? Uh, 
for both of you guys? Um, I say both would probably be Nirvana and Alice in Chains. Yeah. Okay. Stone Temple Pilots. How old are you guys? I'm thirty. I, okay. I'm thirty-two. Okay. I was just trying to put a timeline on. I I, I couldn't quite figure. Like, hmm. Okay. So, all right. So, so the similar ones was Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, what was something that was different that you might have got into, like that he didn't? I would say I was more into the classic rock than he was. Like, I actually started out as the guitar player in the band. Okay. And over the past few years, I I'm become the bass player. Yeah. So like, uh, I did a lot of like soloing like Steve Ray, Ray Vaughn was a big influence oh, on me yeah. and like Jimmy Page and stuff and Dylan kind of stayed more into the 90s for the most part and like the Seether and uh, the Xyz Breaking Benjamin and stuff oh, okay yeah definitely so it's like while we I, I liked those bands as well but he tended to listen to them a lot more than I did yeah yeah so uh, I would say another one is like Early on, when I was young, like 15 to 16, I liked Puddle of Mud, like you were saying. Or Sip Well, it wasn't like, because I went through, I, I literally started at the top of your discography on Spotify, and I, yeah. I've led, I was listening to it all day, and I, I, like you said, this the Puddle of Mud, and it was just in different random spots, and it was yeah. uh, maybe the voice and the structure, but I definitely heard different influences as I was going through there. I think that one's more of a... Dylan having the same influences as Wes does, you gotcha. know, like Wes was really into grunge, you know, like the nineties music as well as Dylan. So it's not necessarily that. like Dylan's like emulating Wes. It's well, just, no, no, that it wasn't yeah. that definitely not what I was meaning at all. I, I was, you know, just he, he worked it like, cause I've been in, in the music scene I, when I grew up, I was, my grandfather was playing banjos in a band in a yeah. basement. And I was hitting a record on an eight track. I mean, so I like, but, uh, you just, after you, you could just hear like, like one song, there was like a slight, and it might not have, it just might've just happened to sound like it. Like there was like a little yeah. bit of tool wiggled in one of the songs, like the, uh, Maynard's voice. It's just, it was just, it was just different. There was different influences as I went through your songs. Yeah. And it was like, oh man, that's cool. All right, okay, yeah, I like that. So it, we, it like, like you just said, like we just played. Um, oh my god, what was the name of it? Um, Common collected. Common collected, and um, it just totally different feel than some of your like your your evolution. I I can, I can see how you guys are evolving. So I really really want to see this new EP. Yeah, because uh, uh, I would I'm say excited. That- Alter Bridge has been a big okay rest lately, and you know Blackstone Cherry was a pretty yep. big influence in our direction, like in the past record with uh, Mono No Aware. Um, what are some of the other bands that you've been influenced by that you weren't necessarily Dylan? Like we're gonna have to send them that again. Why is that doing that, dude? That's crazy. Hold up. It'll take two seconds. Okay. So, guys, really quick, for whatever reason, um, iTunes is kicking us, or not iTunes, Zoom's kicking us out, or I don't know. I'm seeing it pop up on the screen. Um, we're gonna send you a new link, so don't leave the new link will come and then you guys can just cross over. What I'll do is in this time, I'm going to play another song. Um, That way, I mean, on edits, we won't see this like on YouTube, but um, for the live, we'll have a little bit of a skip. They'll be right back. We'll go ahead and play another song real quick. So um, which one, Muzzled or Birds of Prey, guys? Oh, did we already lose them? Yeah, they're gone. Oh, shoot. Uh, let's go ahead and play Muzzled. Okay. I, I know that one's a good one. Everyday losers, everybody. Muzzled.
That's muzzled, everybody. That is that is awesome. I really love your grind. I'm not sure if they got you back in here yet. We're trying to get you guys. You there, Tyler? Yeah, sorry, dude. This, I don't know how much you heard. I was trying to warn you. It popped up on the screen, and everything was shutting down. So uh, while you were gone, we played Muzzled. Okay. Uh, what's uh, – uh, I think we're trying to get Dylan in now. Yeah, uh, there he is. Is he in? It looks like it says connecting audio. There it goes. So I don't. Okay. Dylan, you there? Uh, he'll come. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So uh, what? Like what I was just saying. We played muffled while you guys were out. What was the story behind muffled? We actually wrote that for an independent movie. Really? Okay. I I, I dig it. I, it hasn't been released. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, is it is it? There's there plans for that to be released, or is it is it one is a project you guys did, and they don't, we they, don't know. They paid gonna... for the song, and we haven't heard anything about it. Oh man, no, I I, I really did. I I I really I need to go through because I was playing all of them. I really need to go. I think one that I like was like Malakali. I think Eric. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the first one on Spotify. That's what I started with, and it was like, oh, okay, all right. I mean, cause, I mean, and not say because I, I, we've done. You guys, this is we're getting like, like 125, 130 interviews at this point, and uh-huh. some uh, uh, there, there's some there's there's qual or quantity, not quality, and some like I, I think uh, I think there's with the way technology is, there's a lot of musicians that can say they're musicians or, and I'm not talking cause everybody starts anywhere. Cause that's, that, that sounds really yeah. bad, but, um, the quality, the, the time you guys put in your music, um, sometimes that's lacking and you can see how much work you guys have worked together, how tight it is, the sound of it. Um, and you can tell, I mean, it, it, it I'm really I I can't believe that when we were out like I haven't run across you guys because yeah. there's a lot I mean because um you you guys been around you guys remember the fifth quarter lounge yeah we used to play yeah, yeah we, we play, play there all the time we used to have a yeah. <laughs> so like yeah that's what I, that's crazy that we haven't end up being on the same sh- uh sh- bill or not uh yeah. we were really um probably joined the dead do you remember those guys yeah, yeah. America bombshell. There's, yeah. there's some bigger yeah. local guys, Jason Carr and Jeff Kahn, all you guys, what's up? <laughs> so um, now that we're kind of back together here, that kind of threw, threw the whole thing off. Um, if you guys had the chance to play with any act, any act, who would that be? Hmm. It can even be something crazy out of the genre. I mean, you know. There's so many crossover collabs and stuff these days. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would say, like, uh, I'd like to do some stuff with Alter Bridge. I think that would be good. Yeah, I was thinking Bridge. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Right on. And then, uh, Smashing Pumpkins would be nice. I don't know. I just, I like them a lot. Like new pumpkins, because I know there's stuff that came out or kind of more of the 1980s yeah. smashing yeah. pumpkins. Okay, I'm, I'm talking the 90s stuff. Okay, Tyler's talking gish. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I like <laughs> several albums after that. I just haven't really dove too far into the, his latest stuff, I guess. No, yeah, yeah I, I, I've, I've just heard people have mixed emotions, and I think yeah. you know when you're off a label and you can do whatever and then people kind of put you in your own place. And then when you do something weird, it's like, Oh my God, this is terrible, but it's just being creative. <laughs> and you know, Hey, you got, you got to like Prince, you, you getting, yeah. you, you got the purple rain air. Like, uh, Prince is amazing. I, I, there's so underrated. That dude's a monster and he was a hell of a guitar. Like he did everything just crazy, you know? And, uh, but he did some stuff there at the same time. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? But then sitting back and watching all of it, you just kind of see, you know, like I can't remember how many thousands of songs that he would write so many songs a day, every day, yeah. you know. To- I just read that he uh, he has enough material and like the vault to have 
an album every year for the next century. Yeah, it's something crazy. Like I did yeah. read something to to that yeah. extent. Yeah, that's amazing. That's crazy to to yeah, think his first time. album he did all by himself. He recorded all the parts. He like is is amazing. But anyway, that's not kind of. I was just I was just going yeah. off on that when you know sometimes he would put something out and it'd be like, what the f- what are you doing? And then it's oh it's Prince. Oh, okay, it makes sense. <laughs> So and I'd like to mention uh, Local H would be one I Local think we H. all enjoy playing with. We're, we were really big fans of theirs as okay. well. So we went. Okay. So as far as like tours, yeah. where, where where are you guys at? Uh, what kind of tours are coming up? Things that we can kind of send out. Yeah, um, we don't really have any tours upcoming yet uh, at us of right now but we're playing uh where is that north carolina dylan yeah and, uh, it's just a festival uh, it's a smaller festival but the uh the lead singer of dishwalla i think is the headliner okay gonna, it's coming up it's i think it's like wampus cat festival or something like that it's it's a different name but uh, that is different <laughs> I, think, I think it'd be fun um we've got a a a lot of just like a local kind of cover shows. Yeah. We actually double as a cover band. So, Hey, uh, hey you know, uh, when yeah. the other stuff's not paying cover, yeah, uh, we, it we, seems we, to have a good little niche yeah. everywhere. <laughs> we like to use the uh, cover band to fund the original stuff, you know? I, I mean, that's like a good way. Recordings and the merchandise. And, yeah. I mean, cause, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I don't, I don't, and you guys are here in Indiana and you're in Indianapolis. I mean, there is new places to play, but as far as originals, man, COVID hit yeah. and we lost a lot of little places and it, it's so much harder to get people to come out and listen to stuff like, well, we ain't heard that yeah. before. You get them all drunk. Yeah. They want to hear stuff they know. And it, it, I think a lot of people like transition to like DJs during COVID. Yes. Yeah, oh. It seems like it's, it's, I want to say it's more difficult to get shows. Uh, it, it's, it, the thing is, when they have a show, there's five million people trying to jump on it, yeah. Too. So the the availability to get on good stuff, it, you know. In our my case, we COVID hit and we lost some people, and trying to recover from that, it's just yeah. uh, it's you know it's been kind of struggle central. I'm hoping we can get back uh, to writing and working. We might just not be Hallville anymore because we've had so many changes. I don't know if I can still yeah. use that title like. Uh, I don't know if we could do that anymore. It's just, it's so different and change. Um, so this is something we've asked a lot of people and we've had some crazy responses. Um, what is one of the most embarrassing moments you've had on a show event? Uh, we've heard there's a whole lot of them there for a while that had fireball involved. <laughs> Every time there was something crazy happened there. Well, it started after we started drinking fireball and then. <laughs> yeah. Dylan, I would say Dylan's had the most embarrassing <laughs> stuff happen to him. Like that uh, one we played with saliva and I tripped and fell on stage and just laid there. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I was just thinking of. It's like you were just laying there and you just like, didn't get up so we were like what are you doing like get up and you just like stop playing so we just stopped in the middle of the song <laughs> what you know? was you more like what the hell just happened this sucks i just i mean i was confused i was like why did you stop like well what do you think i was thinking well, you could have got up <laughs> i could but i don't know <laughs> you just, that was what was good. you thinking like oh shit here we go. <laughs> yeah. What did I just do? He was just embarrassed, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I, then I got drunk. Yeah. <laughs> After the fact. There was a, a time we were playing in uh, in Washington, and, you know, we had some friends and family come to the show, and uh, they just kept buying me drinks. And... I didn't want to drink anymore, but you know, you just kind of have to sometimes. And it got to the point where I couldn't play anymore. Oh, shit. and I could just see Dylan just so angry at me. And I, like, I wanted to play well. I just couldn't. 
It's like uh, I played, I forget what song it was, but I played the entire thing one half step off. Like every note I hit was like in the wrong spot. And I was barely <laughs> able to stand up. That's pretty embarrassing, you know. But some people claim it's our best show, you know, because it was such an entertaining performance. You know, I, I people like some of the raw stuff and that's off the cusp and um yeah, I mean I could see see things like that happening. <clears throat> I know one of one of ours, uh we were sitting there, um we were supposed to be one of the uh, opening for the the main act and somehow we got things got moved around. Well my my bass player, he, he we we all have a few drinks at a show, but he don't usually drink drink. But we were waiting around for so long that he got so lit that we started the show, and then we were waiting for him to start. And we looked over at him, and it's like, "You gonna start?" And he's like, "What? What do we do?" <laughs> like he, I don't even think he realized we were on stage. It's like, what, what? What do you mean? What you 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 start the song, huh? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> somehow we made it through the rest of the show but it was crazy it was off but so i can get it yeah we've got a few uh tour stories but we probably can't talk about them <laughs> <laughs> man i'll tell you what we've had um we had one they were at a mudding park and they were doing a concert and i guess a couple started having sex on the speaker during the show they yelled at him to to get off the stage and all this stuff, which you know, okay, whatever. But he, they did the show, they did the set. He went back to his trailer and get back in there. The couple left the stage, went around the back, got in his trailer and was having, <laughs> were having sex <laughs> in his trailer. It was like, what? How did he get, dude? I don't even know. So, I mean, you know, there's a. Uh, a couple guys after a bunch of fireball shit their pants on stage. I mean, there's, 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 there's a several, several good stories. Uh, but you know, so we're get we're getting close. We got about eight minutes left. We have another video we can show. I'd, li I'd like to, uh, birds of prey. I don't remember if I heard that one or not. Is this, uh, what's a little bit of a background story before we play this? Go ahead, Tyler. <laughs> um, that's one of those moments when we were living together. It was right before I moved up to Indy, and I had my computer down in Washington at the time, and I was just playing around with the recording equipment. I'm like, Dylan, play something. He's like, what? I'm like, play something. And he just started playing, and that was – he wrote that riff immediately. Like, he didn't even think about it. He just started playing a riff. And I was like, I hit record, recorded it, and I was like, okay, now play something else. And he played another riff and then the song was halfway finished, you know? So it's like that one, we wrote the music, probably about half the music in two minutes. That's crazy. So That's awesome. That one was kind of cool for that. And then uh, we were kind of trying to write, not necessarily like an anthem, but more of a crowd entertaining song. You know, it's just, it's at a certain tempo where you can jump to it. And there's some chanting kind of things, you know, like we say, hey, in the chorus. A little hype mess going on. Yeah, yeah. It's like we we were playing a lot with Saliva at the time, and they have a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we, we were, like, starting to play a lot of shows where we were like, we need to get some stuff where the crowd can interact, you know? And that's, like, when we started writing that song, it felt like an appropriate song to push towards that direction. Yeah. So, you know, I, I tried to, you know, like we, we like to have a certain subject in our songs that are like at least meaningful to us, you know, and this was, this was one where I, I, we, we both struggle with like anxiety and depression and stuff like that. And just like, uh, we like to play a certain style of music and certain people hear it and they're like, you need to do it this way. You, you would have made it if you would have switched your genre. You know, it's kind right. of like that, where we're like, just let us do our thing. You know, it's like, yeah, we know other types of music is more popular and we get it, but it's like, that's not what we want to do. So that's kind of like what it's, it's not, just a statement on, you know, that. I think people lose the idea that 
you know, a, a lot of people like their art because it's their art. Yeah. And they yeah. like to share their art, you know, and it, you know, if it's, if it sells millions, great. If it gets a hundred people at the show, great. Uh, yeah. Completely understand that. So, well, let's, let's get that going. Cause I know we're running uh, about five and a half minutes. Um, you got that pulled up, Wyatt? Birds of Prey? This is when everything went kind of crazy last time. <laughs> Too close to the show, Wyatt. We can't do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Here yeah, we go. Birds of Prey, the everyday losers. style so, uh, we're, we're down at the, the last little time um, any uh, go ahead any shout outs uh, I know we started the show like that um, how, how can somebody get a hold of you for booking um, information like that and all social media that you guys can be reached on the everydaylosers.com 
That's a good one. Um, yeah, our email is the everyday losers 17 at gmail.com. And then just losers on Facebook if they want to message us directly. So, guys, thank you. Please, please hold on real quick. We're going to do a promo after the show. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure. I love your guys' style. I am definitely uh, a fan. Uh, I still don't understand how the hell we didn't run into each other. Uh, we were all in the same bubble there for a minute. Um, but uh, hold tight. We're going to do a promo piece. I'm going to do my closing stuff, and then I'll be right back. It'll be make it real quick. I definitely appreciate your guys' time and stuff, man. It was awesome. Thanks for having us. Oh, definitely. Thank you. All right, guys, it's that end of the day. We're right at our, our hour time on Monday Love. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what a great show. Uh, got, those guys are great. Uh, I'm really excited. Um, see if I can't do some work with these guys. They, their style kind of really meshes well. I, I really dig what they got going on. Make sure to be eyeballing. They've got an EP coming out, a song dropping soon. Uh, anytime we get any links, I will send it out to all you guys. Um, but definitely a great show. Uh, so we'll go through the rundown for any of your podcast needs, commercials, any of that. Make sure to get a hold at Wyatt here at Wave One Media. He is killing it. He has got shows all the time, but I'm sure he's got an open spot just for you. And all the graphics, all the the logos and websites and shirts that you guys see and the backdrops and the motion graphics. Get a hold of me at JK Multimedia Productions. I can make your motion graphics, record you in studio, and send you home with shirts. Get a hold of me so I can take care of you and tell your next story. And let's not forget Miranda. Hope she's doing well. She reaches out. We got so many great acts we want to talk to you about, but we got to keep it quiet. There's going to be a surprise. You're going to be really excited about some acts coming later this season. But get a hold of Miranda, Miranda Monday. She works really, really hard at networking and reaching out and finding acts and managers and try to spread the love to anybody. So make sure you get a hold of Miranda. You guys can get a hold of her through here and get a hold of me and mondaylove.pro. There's a several different ones. So, yeah, guys, this has been a great time. It's been an awesome show. Thank you guys for coming out on this dreary Monday always love the time so just remember everybody's hated to monday once or twice in your life so let monday love you see you guys thanks for being a part of the show <laughs>